All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. Today we're going to be talking about do you like who you are? Uh, today my guest and I are talking about the traumas and catalysts that happen when you decide you don't like yourself anymore and you want to change. Uh, I will tell you her exact wordings shortly because it was my favorite part of our pre-screening interview. Uh, today's episode has been sponsored by Phoenix Identity. Want to know who you are? Not the people pleasing, not living your truth, not giving everything to everyone and taking on the person everyone else thinks you should be. The true person or the true version of yourself that is at your core, who wants to live a life that they love, uh, who sees beauty in the world, and just has a positive outlook. If you want to reconnect to that person inside of you, go and set up a clarity session with Phoenix Identity. And learn who you truly are and not who you, everybody else tells you you should be. All right. Um, I'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker to introduce themselves. Omni, would you like to do the honors? Hello. Hi, everybody. I'm Omni Ren, and I am a transformational coach uh, and I work with trauma. So um, I work with life changing injuries um, and I coach people back into their lives back into their jobs, back into their relationships after they've had traumatic experiences. So that's why I do. That is my job. And we are definitely going to be touching on that today. Um, <clears throat> the main reason that I titled today's episode the way that I did was, was a comment that you had made. And I, I went and rewatched the video. And it was a question that you had asked yourself. And it was, why am I showing up for you? Um, and that really just moved me. Uh, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, yes, I love that. Um, so would you, would you care to explain that a little bit? Okay, cool. So a bit about my background then is probably a good place to start. Um, so 15 years ago, I was in a car accident. Um, and it was pretty bad, to be honest. Uh, and I got several injuries across my body. Um, I developed a hunch and chronic pain and chronic fatigue, uh, and I ended up addicted to medicated drugs um, or prescript prescribed drugs, if you like. Um, and I ended up in a rehabilitation centre. Uh, and I worked through that and I started getting my life back together. And I was really excited. I moved out with my friends and I got another job. And... Um, I thought I'd got my ticket for freedom. So it taken me six and a half years to get from the accent to there. And the day of my job, my first day, um, I was on the way to the job and I was in a second car accident. So I never made it to the job. I never made it to the job and I got more injuries down my body then. I developed PTSD um and a really dark depression that I didn't know how to deal with not only that I was in and out of hospital for about two years before I had emergency surgery um for the seatbelt trauma across my stomach um I almost lost my life to that operation actually so my body went into shock uh, and shut down and I spent five weeks being fed by machines and kept going by machines basically um then I came out of there and I started getting better again and I like was getting up and up and then I sort of plateaued and I started going downhill and I didn't know why um and I just thought it was because of the operation but actually two years after that I had blood tests and my blood was transparent um and I'd actually internally bled 
for two years after that operation and I had a fifth of the blood cells I should have had so I was a very poorly girl um and then at that point I decided that I wasn't going to be a victim to this anymore and I was going to start to get better and I was going to really work because I worked so hard to keep my life I was going to make it worth something um and actually when I was talking to you about deciding who you want to be we were talking about um a life coach that I went to see actually and um I was chatting to him and we were just doing some role play if you like you know where you sit in the chair and you talk back to yourself and then you reflect how that makes you feel and I started talking to myself <clears throat> excuse me and uh, I started going, oh, I don't like you anymore. I don't like you. I don't like what's happened to you. I don't like your life. I don't know. I don't like what you've become. And then it started ramping up and I started getting angrier and angrier. And then in the end, I just went, I don't even know why I turn up to be you anymore. And the silence was eerie, but so clarifying to hear those words and in that moment I really realized that ultimately I have the choice so I have the choice to turn up to keep being that person or I have the choice to make the change to be somebody else and that was a pivotal moment in my recovery absolutely and it's it's stressful when you go through so much trauma and you've gone through a lot of very physical emotional mental trauma due to those accidents and everything that came after that and i'm so proud of you where you are now like it's it's fantastic where you are now and how much transformation not only for yourself but the people that you now help because you do have the background and the knowledge and and the thought process to help people who have been in you know, traumatic injuries or situations. Um, so going today for, for the topic, for, you know, do you like who you are? I think we all kind of ask ourselves that question. And at the same time, we don't ask ourselves that question, right? We, we don't ask ourselves or we don't tell ourselves, hey, I don't like who you are right now. Like, why, why am I even, why do I have anything to do with you? And I challenge everybody watching or catching the replay. Do you have anybody or have you, and I can guarantee we all have, have you had anybody in your life that has been so toxic and, and not maybe not intentionally, maybe it's just somebody who rubs you the wrong way or that as soon as they open their mouth, they're very condescending or somebody who's just very toxic for you to be around makes you feel very bad. makes you feel, makes you feel really negativity. Now, on the other hand, it's not their responsibility to make you feel anyway, and we let people make us feel that way. But how often are you in the company of somebody who you get triggered by? Right? Exactly that. Exactly that. And I think the other thing is like when we're children, we're brought up and you get sent to school or play school, you get sent out into the world, and you you're almost under the impression that you have to make as many friends or uh, or connections as you possibly can so you start collecting all of these people you're collecting all these things but you never actually realize what they are or what they are not giving you and I think as you get older and definitely through my trauma through my story I've realized 
that not everybody is a positive influence but also that choice again like I can choose to turn up to have that influence or I can choose to shut it down and absolutely where where I was trying to go with that for a moment was that how many times do we let go of people in our lives how many times do we say, you know, I, you know, I might love you, I might honor and respect you, but I can't handle how I feel around you anymore. And I've done that. I, you know, as I got older, it got to a point where I was like, I don't want fake friends. I want people who are there to support me, encourage me, enlighten me, empower me, call me out on my shit. Absolutely. Pardon my language, but I want people who are going to help make my life better, not people who are going to question me or ridicule me or or any of those things. Now, where I was actually going with that whole thing was, why don't we do that to ourselves? Right? If we have the ability to, you know, um, completely cut off ties with family, with friends, with coworkers, with careers, if you're not happy in your job, what do you do? You quit. And you find a different job or you find a different job and then quit, whatever the scenario is. You know, if you have friends who are <clears throat> are creating that toxic environment for you or, or you feel toxic around, then you choose to let those people go. And but we don't do that with ourselves. We don't question, well, you know, I'm angry all the time. Why am I angry all the time? What does that look like? What's causing that? Um, you go to work or you don't even want to get up to go to work and you're just angry or depressed or sad or no motivation or no understanding. We get to that. There, there's reasons behind that. So when we stop, stop and ask ourselves, why do I even show up to be you or for you or to go around you? We actually get that clarity of, well, why do I? Yeah. Yeah. And we we spoke before as well, actually, about um, this life coach who he's now become my friend, actually. Um, But he was probably the first person who really spoke the truth to me and like held up a mirror and um, really made really started giving me the clarity. So like not long after I had this pivotal moment if you like I was also then back in his office because I don't know genuinely I still don't know if I can have children because of my trauma but I was talking to him about it and I was saying you know when I have this child I'm gonna have this little girl and I'm gonna look after her and nurture her and she's not gonna have any of my stresses she's not gonna have my limiting beliefs she's gonna have this awesome life and I'm not gonna let her be influenced by these things and have this this terrible like feeling around her I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give her any of that I'm gonna have this crystal clear life for her and he turned around to me and he said well that's interesting and I was like interesting and uh, he said because I don't think you're capable of giving that to somebody else let alone a daughter and I was like wow like really that's really powerful and then he said and then I was like I was just silent and he said because you will not even give it to yourself and that was the second moment that I was like oh god 
oh god not only do I turn up to be somebody that I don't want to be I'm not capable of giving these qualities or these these great things to someone else because I can't even give them to myself and I started stewing and stewing on this and actually from when I was a child I had the name Omni Ren um for a daughter of mine and uh I sat with it for a little while actually for maybe a couple of weeks and I went back in his office and I said you're gonna think I'm crazy you're gonna think I've lost it and he said of all the things that have come out of your mouth I don't think you can really shock me anymore <laughs> and I said I'm taking it I'm taking it actually because I've really thought about this and if I'm going to give all of these great things to this name then I'm taking the name and so I legally changed my name um, and I gave myself everything that I would give that daughter and that really like not only empowering it was so enlightening for me because I could almost like draw a complete line and I threw away all of my clothes and I threw away many many of my possessions and I moved away from many of those toxic groups and um I literally just wiped my slate clean and I think like that is I'm not saying it's easy by any stretch by any stretch but I think it saved me I genuinely I think it saved me it's, it's not easy regardless. Um, you look at, so somebody like my experience where at 31 or 32 years old, I finally acknowledge that I'm a psychic intuitive medium. Now, whether you believe it or not, anybody out there, that's totally up to you. I'm not saying you have to believe what I'm saying. I believe it. That's, that's what matters to me. You believe yourself. Um, and I love to highlight that. So <laughs> that's my little rant there. Um, but I, but I came out as, as a psychic intuitive medium. And I had a lot of people look at me funny and ask me questions, family and friends, right? I had a, a former family member go, what, you're psychic now? And I'm like, well, I've always been, I've just never really said anything, right? Um, I moved away for about 10 years. And during that time, that's when I really awoke to who I was and, and what I was capable of and, and started coaching. So when I moved back, I moved from, you know, one province to another. I'm in Canada, so provinces. Um, I moved back to my hometown where all the people that I had known since birth were, were still here. And as I started to tell people what I did uh, as a coach, as a psychic intuitive medium, spiritual teacher, all of that, you know, it was it was questioned. I had one friend actually tell me, well, you shouldn't really tell people, you know, what you do. And I'm like, well, why? Like, why not? She says, well, you're not established yet. And I said, but that doesn't really, you know, like, why Why wouldn't I embrace who I am and what I love to do and what I love to talk about, right? If I can help somebody just by telling them what I do, not even as a client, but as a, you know, clarity of, hey, you're not the only one or whatever, then why wouldn't I? And so it, it is hard, regardless of whether you leave those toxic groups or not. It can be overwhelming, it can be scary, and it can be hard to open yourself up to the way that you express yourself or, you know, titles that you've now subscribed to or, you know, changing your name where people are, you know, you've got name change, you've got identity change, you've got expression, you've got gender, you've got sexuality, you've got, you know, so many different changes that we can make and everybody judges us for it. 
Yeah. And I think, I think that's like another thing that I've really realized, actually, I would rather be judged by somebody else than judging myself. Like, I'd rather they judged me than me permanently, like be judging and beating myself for being something I don't want to be. And I think the other thing as well is like, it's really hard to move forward. It's really hard to make a new life. It's really hard to make these changes, but it is equally as hard to stay where you are to start with. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think, you know, people really realize this. So like we just get into a habit, just get into this habit of being somebody that we're comfortable with somebody that we know like this reinvention doesn't often you don't see it very often and like you say like there's no reason why 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 don't we why don't we ever regenerate like it seems bizarre well a lot of it as an identity expert and and that's what we're going with today as an identity expert we're not really changing who we are we're tapping into who we always were right um, yeah. We do. We grow and we change. You've always been Omniren. The fact that you've loved that name, you've, you know, embodied that personality, that identity, that's always been you, right? We don't, people don't realize that, you know, when we become husbands, wives, mothers, fathers, girlfriends, boyfriends, um, you know, as our peers and our our teachers and our classmates and our and the people that are around us, they all kind of help us build this belief system. And when that belief system is not aligned to who we truly are, that's when we struggle. And I've, you know, I've asked people this on numerous occasions. You know, would you rather stay where you are as you are? Or would you rather put in the work and be happy right it's it's the potential would you rather take the risk of being happy or not taking any risk and staying where you are for the rest of your life right and that's again that's one of those really big questions of do you like who you are do you like where you are do you like you know really getting and and digging deep into do I like who I am unconditional love and you you kind of talked about that with you wanting other people to judge you when other people judge you or they make, when anybody makes an opinionated comment on anything about you, that comment is completely about them. It, it actually has nothing to do with you. If somebody looks at you and says, um, you know, I, I think your hair doesn't, I don't like your hair like that. Let's just say, I don't like your hair up. That has nothing to do with you. It's not a direct reflection of whether you've got your hair up or not. They don't like hair up. There's nothing to do with you, right? Because you might think you look gorgeous. It has everything to do with them. Unconditional love is loving yourself regardless of anything. It is understanding that it is okay not to like things about yourself, right? I don't like everything about myself, but I unconditionally love myself. I can look in the mirror and go, you're a sexy beast over here. And I'm just totally fine with it, right? Um, do I like the fact that I have stretch marks? Do I like the fact that I'm overweight or that, you know, my teeth aren't perfectly white? No, I don't like any of those things. 
but I still love myself. I can still hold respect and honor and just love for who I am and why these things are the way they are. And that's part of getting that. Do you like who you are? First step is understanding who actually you are. Oh, what you want. That's so I think that's another thing that people that comes hand in hand with it, doesn't it? Like, what do you want? Do you want to stay? Do you want to limit yourself? Do you want to like always have that on you? Or do you want to get into that growth space, like into that, you know, and I don't, and I think that definitely in society today, we're almost taught not to go, I want this. Like, it's almost like, you know, you know, when they say I want never gets, that's like a saying here in the UK, like, so I want never gets is a thing. And then I think that sort of like shades people away from really making these true decisions about what they want and who they want to be. Um, and I think the other thing is, as you get older, like, you know, as you get older, say you're like, you know, when you were like in your 30s and announcing to people, you know, that you had these, these powers, like, you know, like, almost like you can't change once you get older so you're like molded when you're younger and you develop who you are when you're younger and then you have to be that person forever which is just such a belief that I I mean I was one of them I genuinely believed that I didn't think it was within my power to change um it it also tests sorry it tests their comfort zone too right if you if somebody's known you for six months a year or more they know you as a certain version of you, right? So when you start changing that, you start changing the dynamic of that relationship because you're different. And the way that they see you becomes different. And again, that falls on them. It doesn't necessarily fall on you. When you're trying to better your life or better your situation, that's you're doing it for you. You're doing it out of a place of self-love. And that doesn't mean that you're intentionally going, I'm going to leave you behind or you know, we can't be friends because you're not where I am. It has nothing to do with that. It's I need to be where I need to be, you know, and I can still love you from that place. And um, you had made a comment and I wanted to touch on it. And I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> I think it's. Some people as well have said to me, actually many. Many people have said to me that they are not going to call me Omni or that I don't have capacity for that change or that they don't agree with what I'm doing. And I think that like, I think that stops us a lot of the time. Like I've, I've stopped started over this, even though I made the decision, it's taken me a time to get like comfortable in myself about it. And I think you're right. It's not really a question of whether I'm doing the right thing for myself. It's like, are they doing the right things for themselves? Like, you know, and definitely when I'm talking to my clients and I'm discussing this with them, I'm like, you know, it is completely within your power to make these kind of choices. Mm -hmm. Completely within your power. So in in the pre part of this episode I talked about our sponsor Phoenix Identity that's my company and I'm not promoing it I'm just there was a comment that I that I had made is you know the people pleasing 
and they're not living up to everybody everybody else's expectations. Um, for many, many years, society has told us that our life has to go a certain way. It has to be a certain way, right? And throughout that process, a lot of us have created these beliefs or these goals that don't really align to who we are, right? Um, I remember growing up when I was, you know, in my preteens to teens, you know, I was always told you couldn't be an artist, you'll be starving, and you'll never make any money, and you have to be a lawyer, or doctor, or dentist, or whatever. How many people, and I'm going to single, not single out, but I'm going to reference mothers at one point, but how many people are in a life that they're not happy with because they didn't follow their truth? They didn't follow their purpose. They didn't embrace who they truly wanted to be. Um, you hear a lot of people who are, and, and here I'll single out mothers for a moment or use them as an example is where I'm going with this. Um, how many times have we been told that mothers have to put aside their goals and their dreams and their wishes to have children? or to support their partners while their partners go back to school or build their businesses. And then they're left in their 30s, 40s, 50s, trying to decide what about me, right? What, what, what do I want? What do I need? And it's a very hard situation to be in that, but it happens all the time. Um, one of my favorite shows uh, with my husband is Home Improvement. And I don't know if you've ever watched it, but old school, old school show. And we always said that was him and I, just the, the, the dynamic between the two was him and I. But you look, and she had three children, and she went back to school to be a therapist, right? A psychologist. And even back in the 90s, they were showing us this potential, this capability to reinvent who we are. And I don't think it's ever been a reinvention. I think it's just reconnection. I think we're reconnecting to who we were meant to be the whole time. But society got in the way, family got in the way, friends got in the way, expectations got in the way, um, traumatic injuries got in the way. Whatever that looks like, everything else gets in our way of being who we want to be until we're at that point where do you actually like yourself? Yeah, I think it really, really hit me when I got to that point. Like I didn't realize like I'd been going this path for some time. And until those words came out of my mouth, I didn't even want to be, I don't even know why I show up to be you anymore. I didn't even realize like how much hate I'd I'd made for myself or how much I'd got into a situation that I didn't think I could get out with or how trapped I was in these cycles like I just didn't you just don't realize because they just build over time just build over time mm -hmm. um but I think and I'm really excited I'm really excited as well like this whole like reinvention that I've like uncovered like this true potential and these like I feel like I've almost I literally feel like I've got a new lease of life like I've had to let go of a lot but I'm so much lighter and I feel like I'm excited and especially like you know that I don't really live in my trauma anymore so that's another thing because I was just living it day and day and day and I was just getting so bogged down it's almost like it's allowed me to park it like as a chapter um and I don't think we really see our lives as chapters but I talk about them as chapters quite a lot you know I just park it as a chapter and now I'm on my next my next chapter I've already written that one 
Yeah. Um, and I think you know it's just I'm just in a new version I'm just in the next in the next stage we we can't change where we're where we've been or what we've done you know anything past tense is just that past tense it can't we can't rewrite it we but I'm gonna I'm gonna caveat that we can't redo the past and we can't rewrite how it happened but what we can do is we can rewrite or even write how it impacts our future and our present. A lot of people don't realize just how much, and we're doing this episode tomorrow, <laughs> is, uh, okay. is your past controlling your present and future? That's tomorrow's episode because that is so important, right? So we're going to be kind of piggybacking off of, um, off of trauma because you know, your trauma from the past controlled you up until that point, up until you decided, hey, <laughs> no, right? Park it, park it and go. We're going to park it in long-term parking and we're just going to forget it's there <laughs> for now. Um, no, I absolutely love that. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going here? No, no, just that, you know, like you say, like if you're listening to this now and you're thinking, I'm not really sure if I'm who I want to be. Just think with it for a minute. Think about who you do want to be and just go and make it happen. Mm -hmm. Just go and make it happen because it is completely doable. Yeah, absolutely. And if you have any questions about that, of course, you can reach out to myself and Omni because we've been through that, been there, done that, right? Um, and know how to help other people through it. It's literally what we do. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It has been a blast. I love these topics. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. If anybody would like to connect to Omni, you can do so. Her links are in the description of this episode. I believe we have your Facebook, Instagram, and her email. So go and check her out, see what she's got going on, uh, hear more about her story in the description of this episode. Go and connect with Omni. Um, our sponsor today at Phoenix Identity. If you want to know who you truly are, go to Phoenix Identity because that's exactly what it is. And one of my favorite topics and one of the reasons it's called a Phoenix Identity is what's the journey of a Phoenix? When a Phoenix, excuse me, when a Phoenix doesn't like its life, what does it do? Burns its all to the ground and it restarts as a Phoenix. It doesn't change who it is, but it changes its life. And journey of a phoenix why not find out who you are at your core and relive it so uh or not relive it redo it um if you'd like to be a guest speaker blogger or sponsor or if you want to see a topic featured on the show please make sure to reach out to us at justalivetv.com i'm your host melissa kretschler again omni thank you to everybody watching thank you and i will see all of you on the next episode